culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Yay! It is our final episode, or yeah, our final episode of the podcast of the year. Hello and welcome 2020. I'm trying to wear these glasses and these glasses just, there we go. I think I got it. Yay! First badge in the house, TT26. What's going on? Thank you for the first two badges, my love, TT26. Yes, get it. Killing it with those glasses, girl. Jesse with the purple hair. Welcome on in, guys. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. I hope you're all having a wonderful week, and I hope you're ready to count down the New York. I'm going to take off these 2020 glasses because they're very uncomfortable, and I can't see out of them. Why would you put fake plastic in the lens? Don't they know it's 2022? Don't they know you don't put lenses in fake glasses anymore? The hipsters got rid of those a long time ago. All right. Welcome on in. This is our final episode of 2021. And now we are counting things down to 2022. I hope you guys are having a lovely New Year's Eve. Um, We're taping this on Thursday night. New Year's Eve is on Friday, but the episode comes out on Friday. This is our Thursday night live. It's a rebroadcast if you're watching it on the YouTube. This is a rebroadcast of Thursday nights live on Instagram at No Filter with Zach. If you're listening to this on the podcast, hi, hello, welcome on in. Please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Watched Miami so good. Isn't Miami just so juicy, you guys? Okay, so we're going to be talking about Real Housewives of Miami. We're going to sweet James from Real Housewives of Orange County has issued a new statement via his lawyers clapping back at Noala, and they've been going back and forth again. Uh, Lala and Gigi from Shaws of Sunset have been doing a little pow-pow themselves that we'll be breaking down. And then there's like a sad update on the Kardashians. Okay. Actually, let's just do the Kardashian update first because that's like really sad and I don't want to put that at the end because nobody wants sad news at the end. But anyway, their manager, well, not their current manager, but what their former manager who has represented a number of like really big stars, she was found like murdered, like dead in her, um, in her, not in her car, but in a car, in like the trunk of a car, which was terrible. Her name was Angie Kukowski. Kukowski and uh, Angela Kukowski, but everyone calls her Angie. And she represented the Kardashians. She represented Kanye. She represented Offset. She represented Nicki Minaj, just to name a few. 
Not sure if, how many of them you actually know. But anyway, she was found dead in a car. And that was big news because they were like, oh, my God, the Kardashians manager was found dead in a car. First of all, she hasn't worked for the Kardashians in a while. Second of all, her boyfriend has been arrested. And they've taken him into custody, believing that he was the one that killed her in their Sherman Oaks apartment or home. I don't think they lived in an apartment. But anyway, they've arrested him. They believe that he was trying to dump her body somewhere, and that's why he drove it away, and that's why she was in the trunk, and it's just, whew. So the Kardashians, Nikki, Offset, they've all posted about it, saying, you know, rest in peace, Angie, sending love to her family. So RIP, my love, sending you love to to you and your family. She had five kids. I don't know how old they were, but still, five kids just lost their mother before New Year's Eve, which is just heartbreaking. <sighs> well... On that note, condolences to the family. Should we talk about OC? Should we talk about Lala? Should we talk about Miami? Let's just kick things off with OC. So Sweet James has issued another statement. So as we know, as I talked about on Monday's episode of the podcast, they he posted the videos on Instagram, which was very interesting because he didn't seem to have an Instagram account beforehand, but then he went on Instagram, posted these videos of himself kind of being like, yo, Noella's lying. She is fame hungry. I've taken care of my son, blah, 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 blah. Then she clapped back and she went on her Instagram and reposted the video. And she's like, these are all the lies and here are all the lies. And I broke it all down on Monday's episode. Well, since then, he's released a new statement via his lawyer, well, via his via his law firm. So he said, since August 1st, 2021, James has repeatedly asked to see his son. He has paid substantial sums of child care, housing, therapy, health insurance, food and other expenses for his son and amounts that supplement Noella's lifestyle. James feels Noella is withholding their son and using the media to get more attention than she is entitled. James feels extorted. Dun, dun, dun. James, that sounds like when Ronald Richards was trying to extort Erica and she was like, this feels like extortion. He's like, that's not extortion. Pay me money by Monday, Randall. James has not and will never abandon his son. He loves his son dearly. Any insinuation to the contrary is a lie. James hopes his public release hopes this public release speaks truth to der- to the derogatory statements Noella continues to spread. James will not tolerate Noella exploiting their son for fame and financial leverage. Boom. And then she said, hold up, wait a minute, clap, clap, snap, pat the puss. And she said, that ain't true. So then she went on her Instagram and she's like, these are all lies, 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 lies all over the place. And then he went and he was screenshotting comments that she was leaving on other people's um. On other people, like other people, I guess, would they comment and ask her questions like, you know, where, why don't you live with your daughter? And she was like, oh, well, my daughter, you know, lives in California to be closer to her dad because I don't want to ruin the relationship with her biological dad. And so basically proving that like she agreed to move to Puerto Rico with Sweet James and they were just going to have a sweet life together in Puerto Puerto Rico. And then she left because of the show and she abandoned the, their family or their marriage, which is what he's claiming. I also did say, I know on Monday's episode, I said that he probably was moving to Puerto Rico to avoid having to pay some of his taxes. But then some people jumped in the comments and they were like, well, Puerto Rico is still technically U.S. territory. So... I don't know the tax laws. I guess I should probably have Emily D. Baker on. I don't even know if she knows the tax laws or what the situation is. However, God, my hair is like, oof. Um, however, 
Some people are saying that it's still the same taxes, but part of the, that maybe he moved there so that he wouldn't have to pay her alimony, um, and it was more to do with the divorce and California state taxes. I don't know, but obviously he's trying to prove that he's living in Puerto Rico for a reason, and I'm assuming the reason is financial. There has to be some sort of financial benefit for him to stay and be a resident of Puerto Rico versus of California or of the or of the U.S., even though it is technically territory of the U.S. I don't know. I don't know geography and those types of laws. Jesus. Hi, Godspin of Glass. Hi, Ansley. Hi, Alicia. Three rock stars of the Zach Pack. Hey. But anyway, they're still going back and forth, tit for tat, trying to call out all of each other's lies. He was screenshotting all the comments that she was making. I think they're both telling the truth, and I think they're both lying. I think they're exaggerating details. I think they're twisting facts. And I think that she wants more money from him and he doesn't want to give her any more money than he wants to. I'm unclear whether or not I think he's actually interested in his son or he just wants to like pay for his son. So we'll see if there's even like a custody battle that comes of this. But I mean, it's very messy and it's like worse than like reality show. Like it's it's wild. It's bonkers bananas. Hmm. I am sipping on some fizzy housewives rosé that I designed tonight. I'm drinking mention at all. These are available at nofilterwine.com. Nofilterwine.com if anybody wants to check it out. I know some of you ordered this past week and sent me videos, so please continue to, to, to send me the videos. If anybody's ringing in the new year, yum, why does it taste extra yummy today? Yum. It's also been in the freezer. I made sure to chill it. Um. So does Gigi know why Lala unfollowed her, but she threw shade at her? Oh, so I guess let's wrap up Noella and Sweet James because that's a whole salty mess. Now let's talk about Gigi and Lala. And now Vicky Gunvalson is jumping in on it as well. So Gigi from Shaws of Sunset and Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules they, I don't know if it's fair to say that they have, like, beef. So we saw Gigi in this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules. She was at the Give Them Lala party, which looked very nice. It looks like a very nice party. Lala looked very pretty. She was working the room. She was, you know, showing off her Lala lip kits and her lip glosses and her eyeshadows to everybody. And she was killing it. And Reza was there. And Gigi was there. And she was telling Reza, she's like, post up a storm and tag Give Them Lala Beauty. Slap, slap, snap, snap, pat the puss. But it seemed like everything was good, right? They were all cool. But then Lala's doing her new press tour, which I can't, I'm, I'm kind of confused as to why she's doing a press tour. And maybe it's to promote her upcoming podcast tour. But it seems like the basis of the press tour has been her opening up about her relationship with Randall versus promoting the tour. Because you would think she would like give us little bits of nuggets and then really mention it all on the tour and be like, you need to come to my tour because this is where I'm going to mention it all. But I don't get that vibe from her. I feel like she's already just giving us everything. She's giving us all the Lala. And I'm just like, wait, too much Lala, too much Lala, girl. Like, we need to help you, you know, preserve some of these pennies. Give us a little bit of Lala. And then at the show is when you give us all the Lala. You know what I mean? But she's like giving us all the Lala on the podcast and on other people's podcasts and on the in the the magazines she's doing interviews. So anyway, she did another interview this week, or I believe it was 
No, it was this week, right? Yeah, it was this week. She did an interview this week where she talked about Randall and how she's so grateful for the girls that he was caught photographed with because that really kind of opened up Pandora's box and all of his dirty mess came out. And that's why she ended up leaving him. And he's not a great guy. And she feels like he ruined her life. And whatever. She's trash talking him. So Gigi did not like that. Gigi doesn't have a man and Gigi doesn't have a baby daddy. Gigi decided to have a baby single and on her own and props to her. Like that's, you know, no shade to her at all. That's a really big thing to, to take on on your own. Um, so props to her. But so she went and commented on one of the interviews that Lala did and was like, yo, you need to stop stop complaining because obviously if you saw the red flags, then, you know, you chose to stay in that relationship. And then on top of that, she was like, stop shading your like one, stop complaining and two, stop shading your baby daddy, like your man, the, the father of your daughter. You're over here and you're talking all this smack about him. And like, it's going to affect your daughter at some point. But she even said it in one of her interviews recently. I don't, I don't remember which one. There have been kind of, you know, a few. But she said in one of them that if there does come a day where uh, Ocean is interested in knowing what happened, like she'll have a full on conversation with Ocean about Randall and what happened within their relationship, et cetera, et cetera. But that at some point she's going to Google this and it's going to be out there. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, I'm very confused. Like I loved it at first when she was like giving us all the tea, but now I'm just a little confused by it. I want to support Lala. Um, I hate that she's a single mom and she's kind of having to figure out life on her own when it felt like she was finally having something a little more stable and substantial for herself. And everyone wants to see people have a happy ending, right? Only haters want to see people fail. So I was happy to see her have this happy ending and, you know, do her thing. But Uh, Megan, but she said in the interview that she overlooked those red flags until things really clicked. Yes, yes, I hear that. I think things really clicked and we're doing book club with Lala's books. We're reading it. We're getting into her history. We're getting into her upbringing. We're getting into Randall. And so I think when you have a really nice lifestyle, And when there's a lot of money coming your way or just in the bank account and there's that security, I think it's a lot easier to dismiss the red flags. I mean, look at how easy it is just for people that aren't married to somebody that, you know, has a few mil in the bank, allegedly. (laughs) Um, When, you know, some of us like don't want to see the red flags as it is, let alone in a situation that's very convenient, especially now when you have a kid, you're already engaged, you have the option of getting married, like, you know, how many women was he cheating with? So it's uncertain how many women, if any, that he actually slept with. But based off of the messages that have been released, he was texting and sexting and DMing with many, many girls, like sending them money, telling them to call him daddy. He, he like loved being called daddy. Call me daddy. Call me daddy. He's gross. Um, I don't know if I could call him daddy. I could call him like, you know, sloppy Joe, uncle sloppy Joe, but I won't call him daddy. Um, But anyway, she said that she, as somebody mentioned in the comments, I think Megan mentioned in the comments, she didn't see the red flags or she did see them, but she ignored them. And I, again, I think it's a lot easier, very similar with like Erica. I think it's very easy to turn the other cheek and act like you don't see it because the lifestyle is really good and you just don't, 
it's easier to keep your head in the sand. Ansi, like I said before, what are red flags to others don't mean necessarily you see them for yourself. Uh, yes, but like some red flags kind of really speak out to you. So like she said some of the red flags, one of them was like he was addicted to his phone. He always had his phone. He would get a massage and he would have his phone. He would wake up in bed and he would have his phone. He, and he would never let Lala see his phone. I think not letting Lala see his phone was the red flag. Always having his phone. I mean, a lot of us are addicted to our phones. So we're always constantly on our phones, texting, whatever. Um, but the constant, the so to me, constantly being on your phone doesn't seem like a red flag. Not allowing your partner to see what's on your phone, that's a red flag. Never being home. Yes, that was another one, Alicia. He was always gone. Um, he was also important in Hollywood. That's kind of what she dismissed it as. But I just think anytime somebody's like, no, I don't want you to see my phone. Like, there's some shady shit that you're trying to hide on there. That's just me. But anyway, Gigi was not happy with that. And she commented about that saying like, stop complaining. You chose to ignore the red flags. And now here you are bashing your baby daddy. That's the father of your daughter. Don't do that. And then Lala unfollowed Gigi. And then Gigi posted a photo from the give them Lala party on Vanderpump rules. And then was like, love you girl. But like, why did you unfollow me? Well, like, obviously, if you're talking shit about her Gigi publicly in the Instagram comments, yeah, she's going to unfollow you, Gigi. Like, hello, hello, knock, knock, anybody home? He does seem greasy. Yes, he does. Slimy and greasy. But like, yeah, like the bottom of the French fry bag, greasy from like a fast food joint. Has his ex-wife said any comments about any of this? No, Stephanie, his ex-wife has not commented on any of this, any of it. Okay, so since Gigi's jumped in, now Vicky Gunvalson is also jumping in, and she's trying to say that this whole thing reminds her of her breakup with Steve Lodge, and she's like, oh my God, PTSD, flashbacks, I'm just, it's just like me and Steve Lodge, and everyone's like, oh God, Vicky, like nobody's talking about you, this isn't about you, you knew Steve Lodge was, you know, bad news bears. I don't think anybody really expected Steve Lodge to be a knockout. She seemed happy and good for her. But yeah, we don't need you to jump in and weigh in to like, you know, try to get some some brownie relevancy points. Okay. Okay. Mm. I hate when people insert themselves. I love that we're hating on Vicky inserting herself. While we're literally inserting ourselves and talking about this whole situation. Isn't he running for governor? Um, I believe he was trying to run for governor. He was trying to run for governor during the Newsom recall. Newsom won the recall. He will be up for re-election soon. Or like the, the re-election is coming up. I'm pretty sure Steve Lodge will try to pursue that. I would bet money that he's trying to pursue that. Okay. Uh, so that's Gigi versus Lala. I think in this case, like, I want to support Lala because she is kind of the underdog in all of this. I want to support Lala because she's a single mom and Randall did her dirty. But I do think Gigi has a point. Like, she's literally trash talking, you know, baby daddy. When she came out saying that she wasn't going to trash talk him and she was going to try to protect her daughter. And now she's doing the exact opposite. And I think that the way she's doing, like, if you're going to do it, then I would think be a little smarter about it. Do a tell-all book. Do, you know, a tell-all tour. At least secure yourself a paycheck somewhere, you know? 
Thank you, TT26. Thank you, Gene, uh, Gene Wilson. Gene Wilson. Gene Wilson. Thank you for the two badges. Chrissy, 37G. Thank you for the three badges. Chrissy, yeah. Gossip in a glass with the three badges. You guys are the bomb.com. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Gigi was just being honest. I agree with you, Gossip in a glass. Gigi was just being honest. Gigi was just there to mention it all. And who gonna check her, boo? Okay. <sighs> Saying whatever, whenever, she will probably regret it. Possibly. Quite possibly. Okay, let's talk about Real Housewives of Miami. I think Real Housewives of Miami is actually kind of good. I'm enjoying it. But so Larsa, Larsa Pippen who was one of the original Housewives of Miami back in season one, and then she got fired and wasn't on season two or three. She's now back in a full-time capacity on season four, which is available exclusively on Peacock. It's not available on Bravo. Pretty sure Bravo will at some point air an episode or two. That way people get excited and will want to go over to Peacock. I do believe you need a Peacock premium subscription in order to watch beyond the first or second episode, but... I digress. Real Housewives of Miami is airing. I believe we're now in episode four. Lars is doing some press. She was talking to E.T. And in an interview with E.T., she talks about Adriana. And we know Adriana is the feisty one. She's the one that punched Joanna Krupa in, I believe, season three. So in the trailer, we see Adriana and she's just like, you know, you dis- you went and you disappeared and now here you come back with a butt bigger than Kim Kardashian pretending that you're going to be the new Kim Kardashian and, you know, who are you, Larsa? And then Larsa's like, I'm Larsa Pippen. I used to be married to Scotty and me and Kim are still cool like this, bro. And then Adriana's like, oh, whatever. And so Larsa's saying that Adriana's just a hater and that she just likes to fight and she doesn't understand why all the girls were gonna, were coming for her at the beginning, probably because they're jealous. And she says that Adriana is clearly insecure about her body and that's the only reason she's going to be coming after Larsa's body is because she's insecure about her body. And then Larsa also said that she talks about her OnlyFans because that's like a big part of her storyline. Aside from the, the dead husband's gay lover... The uh, the only fan, Larsa is like the biggest storyline aside from the, the gay lover, which I'm still waiting for the big. I don't think we're going to get a confrontation with the gay lover because every time they show photos of him, his face is blurred, which is annoying. But whatever. She says that her OnlyFans, she makes $10,000 a day on OnlyFans is what she revealed on the show. And she's saying that it's not all sex, that she's not having sex on OnlyFans. That she's just posting like, you know, risque photos. And that's why all these guys and people that subscribe to her OnlyFans are giving her $10,000 a day. And that she's just posting these photos and that her kids take most of the photos and it's not that raunchy and that she actually, you know, she likes these people and she cares about these people and, you know, she's genuinely friends with them and genuinely interested in what's going on in their life. And I'm just like, for $10,000, I'll be interested in some people's lives. I'll say for 10 grand a day, I will do whatever you like. We'll we'll chat. I'll, we'll talk about your cat all day long. You want to pay me 10 grand on OnlyFans? Let's get it, get it, get it, get it. Ow. 
count. Throw them hips, girl. Boom, 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 boom. I've actually thought about starting an OnlyFans only because, like, I feel like so many people, like Larsa and like other reality stars, like you have like Chad Johnson from The Bachelor, and he's bad Chad, and he is like doing full on porno on his OnlyFans. But then you have people like Larsa, you have people like Sonia Morgan. They all have an OnlyFans, and they don't even release anything like naughty. Harry Jowsey's on OnlyFans. Like some people, like some of the other influencers like Lars that kind of like dance on the line, but they don't really show anything. So I would, you know, like here, like all of my videos dancing in the shower. That's great OnlyFans content. Um, I would post like risque selfies on OnlyFans. I mean, I would probably just get like old men, uh, like, you know, old daddy men wanting to come and like, you know, pay me. But I mean, shit, if you're going to pay me 10 grand a day, like, okay, let's get it. But like, in addition to that, like, if I were to do OnlyFans, I mean, I guess like how Larsa does it, like she connects with people, she chats with them a lot more, she sends videos to them a lot more. Um, I don't know. But that's the thing. Like, that's the biggest question is what would I do? Yeah, in a BFF way. Like, hey, guys, you're my BFF. You get, yeah, let's do it. Sugar daddy, see if he has a brother. Who? I don't have a sugar daddy. Who? I don't have a sugar daddy yet. Give me a sugar daddy. Let's get it. No. I don't, well, if I have a sugar daddy, then he's, I don't know, I need him to be a little more, less of a sugar daddy and just more of like a sexual partner. Only fans getting BFs and husbands in trouble. That's not my problem. If homeboy wants to give me 10 grand a day, that that listen, that's not my problem. Okay. Sorry, my throat's dry. I can't do the full. Okay. I don't know. Slide into my DMs. We'll take a poll whether or not you think I should actually join OnlyFans. I wouldn't do sex on OnlyFans. I'm not going to do sex on OnlyFans. But, like, it would be fun to like, you know, be a little naughty. I mean, the boys are already sliding into my DMs wanting me to be naughty. Why not make a little cash off of it? Make it rain. <sighs> what a vibe. What a time. And then we can go live on OnlyFans. You know, I can tell exclusive story. Like, I could do videos of, like, stories. Like, you know. I banked Chad Johnson and then I could be a story on OnlyFans. But speaking of, so since Larsa has her OnlyFans and a lot of other reality stars like Sonia Morgan have their OnlyFans, I was thinking of starting a new segment on on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JustPlainZach. Um, I was thinking of starting a new segment where I review celebrity OnlyFans accounts where I'll go in. I'll subscribe to them and I will show you what the content is. That way I can let you know whether or not it's even worth investing in the content and whether or not you're actually going to get anything or see anything and, you know, give it a full star. Like go on Sonya Morgan's, Sonya Morgan's OnlyFans and be like, this is what we get from Sonya Morgan's OnlyFans. Is it worth four ninety nine a month? You know what I mean? Why would you be worried about me? I have a degree in English and in psych, but for extra money, I almost did online sexual content. Oh my God, Alicia, get it. Hang out in your bathroom. That's, there we go. We'll do Thursday night lives, but it'll be like, I don't know. What's a naughty day of the week? Sunday, the holy day. Um, And I'll just be like in a robe drinking some wine and we'll be like doing, we'll be doing, you know, 
like, ooh, baby, we're spilling the tea today. <gasps> ooh, I spilled the tea all over me. Oops. You know, like that. That would be fun. I just feel like the people that would subscribe to the OnlyFans are not necessarily the people that would listen to the podcast. Like, I feel like it would be a lot of, like, dudes just wanting to see me naked on OnlyFans and don't really care about the tea. But, like, I would be all gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me, quick jump out free, let it get inside of me. I'll come in two cans down. Get it, get it, get it. And, and throw them hips, girl. Boom, 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 boom. But, yeah, so that's all the, the tea on... Lala on Miami on OC. Miami's actually pretty good. If anybody hasn't watched Miami, I find it enjoyable. Is it a knockout? I'm still new to Miami, so I'm still exploring, but it's thoroughly enjoyable. Not going to lie. NGL. Mm. <sighs> Old fat Midwestern men. Listen, Suki. Even if they are old fat men, Midwestern men, if they want to pay my bills, 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 and I'll be all Destiny's Child, independent woman, making my own money. I don't have one sugar daddy. I have an OnlyFans. Hey. So true. Nobody wanted to be the one to say it. To say what? Oh, the old Midwestern, the old fat Midwestern men. I want... I want the girls on Watch What Happens Live. What girl? Oh, uh, Miami girls. Make it rain, you sexy redneck. You, oh my, you're gonna get me in trouble. You're gonna get me canceled. This is like gonna be clipped out one day, and and I'm gonna be like canceled for calling you know men fat and midwestern. But I'm not calling them that. You're calling them that. I'm just reading your comments. Miami is so good, and now everyone in Miami is surrounded by palm trees and the flamingos all the time. Miami is so good, but not everyone in Miami is surrounded by palm trees and flamingos all the time. Are you from Miami, Leo? Leo2886, do you support my OnlyFans career? (laughs) But now we said it. Guys, this is our last live of the year. I mean, I'm acting like we're not going to be live on Tuesday. I'm acting like there's not going to be a new episode this upcoming Monday. But like... This is the end of the year. What content would you want to see on my only? I'm going to put a poll on my Instagram and be like, is it time for me to join OnlyFans? Number one. And number two, what exclusive content would you want to see on my OnlyFans? I'm going to do it just to like, you know, make my mother's blood pressure. Actually, here's a funny story, though. For Christmas... My mother's partner, I guess I should call her like my stepmother, but like they're not like officially married. I don't know. She's technically my stepmother, but I like to differentiate because my father has a wife and she's my stepmother. But I really like to refer to her as like my stepmonster. So my technical, my mother's partner slash my stepmom, because they've been together for so long. They're like committed at this point. Her kids are like my siblings. Anyway, I digress. Long story. Anyway, for Christmas, they got me these like really cute Versace underwear because, um, yes, my mother was a late in life lesbian. She had me and then she got married and was married for 10 years to a man and then left him for a woman or left him and then, you know, is now dating 
woman, and she, she's been together ever since her marriage ended. They've been together. Um, but they got me Versace underwear because they're like, last time we saw you dancing in your underwear on Instagram, your underwear looked old and it wasn't a cute vibe. And so we need you to, if you're going to do this and you're going to have underwear on Instagram, then you need to at least have sexy underwear on Instagram. And so they got me Versace underwear. And so I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least they support this vibe. Yeah. Her partner got you some Versace. Yeah. Some fancy underwear. And I, I was like, I didn't think my underwear looked that bad. I thought I was just like being campy and like joke. Like, here's the thing. A lot of the shit that I post on my Instagram you know, when I'm in my underwear dancing in the shower or shit, like it's supposed to be campy. It's supposed to be ridiculous. It's supposed to be funny. Like it's not genuinely meant to be like, ooh, look at me sexy. But like, you know, I didn't think my underwear looked bad, but apparently it didn't look great. And they weren't even my like nice sexy pair of underwear because I saved those for like date night. I'm not going to be wearing sexy underwear on Instagram, but like, hey, if my mother supports that vibe, then you know what? But yeah, she told me, she's like, yeah, because that underwear you wore last time, like that was like an old pair of underwear from Target and you can't be wearing those anymore. So you need some nice underwear. And I was like, all right, give me that Versace. Yes, she's a cool mom. <sighs> it was very nice, Ansley. All right, guys, anything else? Sorry, we're like losing all the live, <laughs> all the people in the live because I started talking about my underwear. No underwear vibes. Mm. Happy New Year. Oh, I got more badges. Thank you, The Harsh Reality. Everybody needs to go support The Harsh Reality because The Harsh Reality is launching a new YouTube channel, and I'm pretty sure the tea that she's spilling is going to be harsh. So if you want some hot takes, I always support when you guys have new business ventures that you want to launch. So Harsh Reality. It's coming up under Harsh, but still, it's my... It's me, the unpopular opinion, Kristen Marie. Well, hi, Kristen Marie. I think everybody, when you launch your YouTube channel, we're all here to support you, my love. What about Kelly Dodd giving a prize to whoever guessed Megan's marriage would end so soon? <gasps> oh, my God, the shade. Kelly Dodd is just so shady, um, and it's part of what made her such a great reality star. I know she was, like, fighting with Andy Cohen about the, the Real Housewives of Orange County, uh, ratings because she says that the ratings last season, which was the COVID season, were better than the current season, which is the big Heather Dubrow season. And she's not wrong, though. Like, I actually went and was like, okay, but is Kelly actually, like, what is this thing that Kelly is trying to drop? And she's not wrong. Every episode, the overnight, or not the overnight, but like the live views were over a million for. Real Housewives of Orange County last season. They all, every episode broke one mil. This season, however, the live views have not broken one mil. Maybe one of the episodes has. But they've been like 800,000, 900,000. And so her point, which I actually kind of agree with, I'm not going to lie, was like they did this whole campaign. They fired three of the cast members. They brought in Heather Dubrow. And it was like this big Heather return to save Real Housewives of Orange County. And yet the ratings aren't reflective of that. So it's kind of like, oh, well, like there's kind of a point there. I'm personally enjoying this new season better than I enjoyed the last season. I don't know. But I feel like a lot of people have slowly been like unsubscribing to OC. 
So it's not surprising that the ratings have continued to dwindle. I just would have expected there to have at least been a plateau or like some sort. I would have expected a slight bump. I would have expected people to have at least watched for the first episode because that was Heather Dubrow's big return. I'm really surprised though. And then Andy Cohen was like, no, there's a difference between live views and uh, delayed views because live views are people that watch live as it's airing that night. Delayed views are like DVR views. So like people who recorded on their DVR, but like will watch the next day or a day or two later. Then they calculate those a little later. However, Kelly was referring to the live views of both last season and this season, and she's technically right. The views last season were better than they are this season. I was just surprised to hear that, which is a true fact, but I was just surprised to hear it because I really expected Heather's return to be a big, like, oomph for, like, a revive for the show. I think content-wise, it is a good revive. I know a lot of people are disappointed in Heather, and they're like, oh, no, I remember why I hate Heather, blah, 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 blah. I'm enjoying Heather. I knew what she was going to bring. I already know her flavor. You know, it's like Rocky Road ice cream. You know what you're going to get. It's chocolate. There's nuts. There's marshmallows. You know, so when they take it off the menu at Baskin Robbins and then five years later, they bring it back on the menu and you go in and you're like, ah, Rocky Road. It tastes like chocolate and nuts and and marshmallows. What's yeah? It's like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, that's what it is. It is what it is. Heather Dubrow is Heather Dubrow. And she brings what she brings to the show. She brings what she always brought to the show. Um, there wasn't a new episode of OC this week. There wasn't? Oh, Noella. Yeah, Noella is a vibe for sure. Um, I've lost touch with Pump Rules. See, I actually enjoyed Pump Rules this week. Vanderpump Rules was good last, or I don't think it aired last week, but the episode before was good. And this week's episode was good. It was entertaining. There was drama. It was kind of fun. You know, it's just interesting because the show that it is now is not the show that it started as. I was looking at some old clips that people posted from the OG seasons of Vanderpump, and it was very different. And I think we fell in love with Vanderpump because these were like young kids roommating together, trying to make it in Hollywood. There was like a clip of Sheena and she's just like, you know, people mistake me for Britney Spears all the time. And so in high school, when I had blonde hair, I would sign autographs and just pretend that I was Britney Spears. Okay. Um, But it's just, it's funny to go back and watch those because you see their hustle and their drive to like be famous. And now they're just in such a different time. And it's like, I think there was um, an article in an online publication recently about how like some reality shows weren't meant to last as long as they have. Like the Kardashians, we saw them before they were really famous and then we saw them become famous. And now they're where they're at is completely different and their life is completely different to what we fell in love with at the beginning. Same thing with Vanderpump Rules. They're older, they have families, they have kids, they're famous. Like it's just a whole different vibe that's hard to kind of subscribe to, but it's their reality now. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think the best is yet to come for OC. Okay. Alicia, you got to set your weekly record so you don't miss it. That's right, girl. Zach, are we doing after party? Um. Well, let's see. We're at six badges. Can we get to 15 badges tonight? If we can get to 15 badges tonight, we'll do after party. 
Bravo Boo posted page sent cease and desist to any accounts that say anything that she is a klepto. Interesting. Paige, Paige DeSorbo from Summer House is sending a cease and desist to people? I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if that were true, that Paige DeSorbo would be sending, because she's so, like, perfect about her image and trying to craft her image that I wouldn't be surprised, but that just sounds like a really far-fetched rumor. Nobody wants to see 40-year-old waiters. Well, they're not waiters anymore, Leo. I But... The formula of what we fell in love with has completely changed. I mean, I gotta be, I'm gonna be 36 and they're all my age and they don't work at Sir. It's odd. But the show, that's one thing I'll give them about this season is they didn't make it about Sir. Last season, they made it about Sir and they made Sheena still work at Sir. Whereas this season, it really is about them and we haven't gotten a whole bunch of Sir. Like, Sir is not being shoved down our throats the way that it has in previous seasons and nobody's pretending to work there. Like, last season, Ariana's like, I'm depressed. Let me just take up a couple of extra shifts at Sir. And all of a sudden, my depression's cured. And nobody believed that. Jack's behind the bar. Nobody believed that. Sheena's still waiting tables. Nobody believed that. Raquel works at Sir. Charlie works at Sir. I don't like Charlie or Raquel. Like, I can do without both of them. Um. Oh, my God. So many. So many. Ah. Yay. We're at 10 badges. Ooh, you guys are so sweet. Hi, Dominguez WA. Dominguez. And I, I assume that's Dominguez Washington. Dominguez Wa. As well. Yes, Jack's tearing off his short episode was fire. Um, I hated Summer House. Is that okay to admit? It's okay to admit, but you're still wrong, Alicia. Um, yeah, gonna have to say you're wrong. That sounds odd. Was there a settlement on some wages at Sir? I don't know. People are always suing Sir. People are always suing Lisa, trying to say that they don't get their wages paid. Don't know how true those rumors are. They happen so often. People are always trying to get them. Ooh, we're at 11 badges. Oh, my God. You guys. Oh, my God. Leo. Leo2886. Chrissy37G. Gossip in a glass. The harsh reality. Suki D. Suki Dintin 2018, Gossip in a Glass, TT26. You guys, you guys, thank you for all the badges. We're currently at 11 badges. 12 badges. Oh, we're now at 12 badges. Gossip in a Glass is coming on in. So it goes like how it tallies up on my end is it goes based off of the how many people send badges. Not necessarily how many hearts you buy, but like, you know, every time one person sends in like one or two or three badges that counts as one badge from one person. So it comes in like, that's how it tallies them. But we're currently at 12 badges. If we get to 15, we will do an after party and maybe it, fuck, maybe I'll open up another website. That wasn't going to be my intention. I was like, I'm not going to drink a lot tonight. I'm going to be good. Here we go. The harsh reality says we need a Tom Tom spinoff. Yes, I agree. We do need a Tom. I think this season of Vanderpump should have been a, a Tom Tom spinoff with a rebooted cast. I think that's really what we needed. A rebooted cast and a Tom Tom spinoff, and that would have saved the whole franchise. Let's talk Gigi and Lala, please. We already talked Gigi and Lala. Ooh, we're at 14 patches. Hi, Dominguez 
W-A, Dominguez, Washington, Dominguez, Wong. Thank you for the three badges. Suki Denton, 2018. Thank you for the badges, badges. Ooh, Box Boy, riches in the house. Box Boy, riches in the house. Riches in the house. Riches in the house. That's a great idea. I've been trying to tell them that idea for a really long time. Do you think they focus on the newer servers at Serb, the young ones like Charlie, and we can keep another season alive? No, I'm over. I don't care about Charlie. I have zero interest, zero emotional investment in Charlie. Uh, We're one badge away, Alicia. One badge away from After Party. Hi. Hi. Hi, Lulu Jones. Welcome to the live chat. Box Boy Rich. You need a party song theme. I'm thinking of like rebooting a lot of stuff. Like I feel like, you know, we obviously have like the long intro for like the long podcast episodes, but I feel like we need like mini short, like for the shorter videos, like a fun, like music swoosh and like a, you know, a me sort of thing. And, um, yeah, we need all sorts of fun stuff. I wouldn't mind a Lala spinoff. Are you Box Boy Rich at a grocery store? But why is Box Boy Rich at a grocery store? I don't think I could really be a reality star with all the shade I could get thrown at me, though. It's not easy. Not easy, bitch. Hint, hint, it's displayed behind me. Oh, Box Boy Ridge, because, okay, got it. No, it's a nickname from Box Dancing at a Nightclub. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I see you. I hear you. I'm here for that vibe. All right, guys, should we wrap? Happy New Year! Ready, set, let's do it. We're one badge away from After Party. We're at 14 badges. Anybody want to tap in that final badge? All right. Our final live of 2021. This is it. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have some no filter wine or some champs or a drink with you as we ring in the new year. Holla. Happy new year. Happy new year, Stephanie. Happy new year, Suki. Did we get enough for after party? We're one badge away from after party. Does anybody want to drop in that final badge? Giddy, 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 and and yay! Gossip in a glass, gossip in a glass, gossip, gossip in a glass. I sent you a, a Zach Pack official uh, pullover. It should be arriving next week. Don't make me cut a bitch. You don't have to cut a bitch. All right. Thank you guys for a wonderful 2021 of hashtag no filter with Zach Peter, all the fun lives that we've done, the book clubs that we've done, all the great podcast episodes, the tea, the interviews, all of it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Oh my God. Leo 2886 also bought another badge. You guys are the bomb.com. We're at 16 badges. Let's get it. Get it. You guys are the best. I love you. Alicia, Gossip in a Glass, Suki Denton, Leo, um, The Harsh Reality, Steph, uh, Box Boy Rich, Ansley. Where's Ansley? Drag Me Monique. Oh, my God. You guys are the best. I love you. I love you all. Will you, will, you will love your pullover. It's perfect. Isn't it so comfy and just, like, warm and just, like, fuzzy? Ugh, available at JustPlainZach.com. 
All right, guys. Thank you so Oh, thank you, Suki. That was so sweet and unexpected. Thank you, guys. I hope you have a wonderful, uh, I hope you ring in the year beautifully with lots of champs or lots of no filter rosé or lots of whatever you're drinking. You, you like a public service. I'm like a public service. Oh, thank you. <sighs> um, okay, that's the last one, I promise, because I'm pretty sure that's getting annoying. But anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful new year. I hope you're counting down tonight or counted down last night or whatever, or two nights ago, whenever you're listening to this or watching this. I love you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I will talk to you on Monday. We have new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and then our Thursday Night Lives air on the podcast every Friday. Sending you all so much love tonight. Um, Yeah, we're going to do After Party at Just Plain Zach. As you know, we don't save after parties. What you get is what you get, and we're going to have some F-U-N tonight. Yes, please be safe. Um, If you are drinking, don't drive. Make sure you drink lots of electrolytes. Try to keep the sugar to, you know, a low, low minimum. I'm going to be doing a sugar cleanse. No sugar for the month of January. Most people give up alcohol. I'm not giving up alcohol. I'll give up sugar. Because at least the no-filter wine only has, has less than a gram of sugar. So it doesn't count. So, yeah. There's that. Anyway, love you guys. Mean it. Kisses to your... I almost said kisses to your coochie. But that is wildly inappropriate. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Ciao for now.